When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Guestimators, the game show where guesswork beats Google. Join me, Andy Bush, and a celebrity guestimator as we try to figure out what the British public really think about important questions like what's better, baked potatoes or wedges? week i'm joined by the writer podcaster and mental health champion bryony gordon uh, bryony is a feature writer and columnist for the telegraph uh, where she gives her analysis of the irritations and absurdities and occasional epiphanies of modern life uh, she's also a best-selling author and founder of mental health mates the nationwide network encouraging people to get moving and talking for their mental health uh, good to have you on board bryony how are you doing i'm good thanks uh, i think baked potatoes are better than wedges i was going to ask you I mean, this is still a storm from last week's quiz. You, you, you would go for baked potatoes? Uh, I think, I mean, obviously wedges are kind of easier, aren't they? And there's more dipping options. Yes. But I think, I just think a baked potato is a more kind of comforting. I agree. Just think of all that butter. And ideal topping before we get into just cheese, just just cheese, just but not like cottage cheese. No, that, I've had that before. That's kind of quite weird. It's, it's a bit satanic. Like, it's a bit kind of uh, my mum's on a diet in the eighties, isn't it? <laughs> I think. Um, like, I don't know why she's having a baked potato then, but anyway. Well, but Bryony, what is your relationship like with quizzes? Are you, are you someone who does like Wordle and crosswords and, st- and pub quizzes? What, are you a quizzer? Uh, <laughs> My relationship with quizzes tends to be quite like addictive right, okay. when I get into them. Right. Like, is it, does that mean c- competitive, addictive? Or? No, just just uh, I'll I'll sit and I'll like I love a word. I love it something like Wordle or I love doing um like kind of boggle style. I know oh. that's not a quiz. Right. But you know when you're given a set number of letters and like make as many words out of this as possible. Yeah. I'm like oh my god I'm I'm just so happy. <laughs> Like happier than when I used to take cocaine and drink alcohol, which I'm not, I don't do anymore. So it's even better than that kind of buzz. Yeah. That's the pure buzz you get from Boggle. Yeah, I love Boggle, but, but I know Boggle's not a quiz. I've gone off um, I, I, any any chance to talk about a Boggle, and I take it. <laughs> uh, and then, if you were um, to go on on Mastermind, what would your specialist subject be? Do you think Boggle? It'd be me. Yeah, it'd be Boggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be um, a Lin Manuel Miranda. Who's that? <laughs> what do you mean, who's that? <laughs> who is it? He, but Statman oh, Matt doesn't know who that I'm is. I'm drawing either. a blank, sorry. Come on. What? Bryony, who is this? Say Lin it again. Manuel Miranda. Oh my God. He's only like, he wrote Hamilton. Oh, right, yeah. He wrote In the Heights. He also wrote uh, all the music to like Moana and Encanto. Oh, wow. Moana, our little, our littlest daughter is obsessed with, they do a live performance of Moana with all the, with an orchestra and stuff that's on the Disney Channel. And the songs are great. So he wrote those. Yeah. So you'll, and, and then, and he also wrote Hamilton. Okay. So I need to, I need to gen up He's on this just, guy. I like think all humans are created equal 
except Lin-Manuel Miranda. I have this like fantasy that one day I'll be invited to be on Strictly and I'll get I'll do do well enough that I get to musicals week and he'll be the guest judge because one of them's got COVID or something. (laughs) Don't know which one. Happy dream then this. Yeah. And um, and then and I will dance to a song from Hamilton. Yeah. Probably Burn. Uh, and he'll be like, oh, my God. I, I, like, I don't know where the dream goes. That's it. He'll just be like, you're brilliant. And I'll be like, you... so are you. And that's it. That's the end of my fantasy. When he holds up his uh, his score paddle, what kind of score are you getting from him? Ten. Ten. Fair enough. Ten. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it might start a new career on on in the West End for what? me. Well, not for him. Obviously, he's already... He's he might be like owning the West End. Well, he might, he might be, you know, a, uh, a you know a listener to the Guestimator podcast. Hear this, and you know, <laughs> you should get him on. Get him on. Mm. Uh, get in touch if you fancy coming on. I just can't remember his name again. What's his name? <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda. Him. Well, well, let's get straight into the quiz and recap how it works with our resident quiz guru, Matt Cutler, aka the Statman. Thanks, Bush, and welcome to the show, Bryony. So, this is how Guestimators works. We have a diverse sample of the British public. They represent a range of ages, backgrounds, demographics and interests, and we call them the Guestination. Every week we ask the Guestination a series of questions that have no correct answer. Absurd questions. Your job is to try and guesstimate what their most common answers were. Simple as that. Any questions? Um, no, I'm excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> this week's guesstimators is about accents, ages, and taking a long time on the throne. Oh, Whoa. oh, well. So there's three rounds of questions. Um, I'll take your answers. Our listeners have been playing it all week, and now it's time to see how you and Bush fare. So, come on. Round one, we're going to be talking about our friends from across the Atlantic. We told the guesstimation that they had to confuse an American for an hour by adopting an accent from a UK city. I want you to tell me the top three most chosen cities in order. So we're looking for a confusing accent then, right? So the accents in, in, in the United Kingdom that are... Geordie. Straight in there with Geordie. I was going to say my other half's from Northumberland, so sometimes yeah. I can't understand what she's saying. I think Geordie. Liverpool? Yes. Why are you thinking Liverpool? I don't, I, but, but I don't know if that is a confusing. It's not a confusing accent to me, but I think it's quite. It's quite a like distinctive. Yeah. Accent. My my, my friend Iggy is from Liverpool, and he uses this phrase called "lid." All right, lids, which is a mix of lad and kid. So he calls you. What time are we going out, lids? <laughs> that that is. Yeah, I think I I go for Geordie because I just think that's. Again, it's the kind of that's just really distinctive, wonderful lyrical accents uh-huh. that might stump Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> what would Lin Manuel Miranda do? How would you deal with I that situation? Mean, uh, and then I also feel we're talking like not we're talking all of Britain, not just England. So they so the guestination were given UK cities okay, as cool. a guidance. Can we just say that uh, Bryony is our first noteless guest? Everyone else has made loads of notes whilst this has been going what? on. What? I like the fact that you just, you, you've not got a pen or paper. You just. And was I supposed freestyle. to? No, no, you don't need to. I just, I, I respect you for the fact that you're just kind of freestyling. People are taking this really seriously, aren't People they? People have been taking But like, I like the fact that you're just, you've taken your, your earrings off. They're on the table, so you get your <laughs> headphones on and you're, you're not using a pen and paper. You're just shooting from the I mean, head. I can. I do have a, I do have a pad and a note and, and, and pen in my backpack, but it's been taken away from me. We had to uh, confiscate her possessions. <laughs> Um, but, but it's I, fine. Oh, oh wow! No, 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 it's fine. This I, is good. I feel. Oh god, I feel. I feel embarrassed. I feel like I've. I'm, I feel ill prepared. Okay, but then, 
what about like a strong northern, like a strong Belfast accent? Oh yes, I, I we uh, one of my good friends Tara lives in Derry. We went for a night out in Derry, which I it, it's that's Northern Ireland, right? Isn't it? But it's yes. um, I couldn't understand what anyone was saying on the entire night out. It was absolutely terrifying. Literally could not understand people. <laughs> Um, she had a friend called Tufty. He was like, "How do you hear? How do you dip into And then she had to explain it to me. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes, I love it. Um, but also, maybe I think, uh, what about like a good West Country accent? Yes. What do you Somerset. Want? I can't, Somerset. I I, will I get cancelled for you taking not the piss canceled. out of people the, from Somerset? Right, no. Do you do a good Somerset accent? No, I just, just started one there. <laughs> Somerset. <laughs> I don't. I think that's like terrible. If you could have another accent, a different accent from the United Kingdom. On a more positive slant, because obviously these are confusing ones. What would you go for and why? Uh, probably go for like a, a nice Welsh lilt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I like that. It's kind of a little, little uh, soft Welsh. Yeah. Or, no, or or just go for like like a solid Mancunian. Yeah. But I don't, maybe man, Mancunian. Could be Mancunian. Just because it's such a like an iconic, but I don't know, like... <sighs> I, what do, so what do you think? I should ask you, shouldn't I? Well, I'm, I, I, I'm going to go for, I think. I'm gonna, we, have we got to go for different answers? going to go for different answers, yeah. We're, oh, we're kind fuck, of completely... I really do. F sorry, can I swear? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> I really do feel like I should have a pen and paper. I, I'm helping you. Right. Yes, that's a good point. That's a good point. So let's just get you a pen I and paper. I thought we were on a team together. Well, no, we're, we're, we're competing against each other, Bryony. But in a kind of friendly, competitive way. Um, <laughs> I, I'm right. going to... <laughs> Rip a bit of the sheet off here. Thanks. Okay. Here we go, right. pen. Right. I'll just scratch it with my <laughs> earring. In blood. I'm just going to write Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so we've got a. So, okay. So, I, I'm really. <laughs> so yeah, I, I need the top three most chosen cities in order. But I, I'll also say I'll give you a half a point if you say the right city but in the wrong position. Mm. Mm. So just to show you my workings, I think Glasgow has got to be in there. Maybe in in first place because. Glaswegian accent's quite hard to understand. Uh, particularly, we're thinking from an American here. I'll, I'll go Liverpool at number two. And I, and I agree with you, West Country. I think Bristol for, uh, all right, my babber. But three. I wonder whether, I don't know, I feel like the, like the Glasgow accent and American accents are actually quite similar. That's a very good point. That is a good point. Ah, yeah. got pen and paper now. It suddenly <laughs> changed, your, changed your tune a little bit, Bryony. <laughs> Suddenly got organised. Well, but Bush, what's your what's your accent? Well, I I was born in Liverpool, but grew up in Devon, so I'm kind of quite Good. street. I'm really quite street. Um, so Where I don't really have Devon? an accent. I was I grew up in Brixham. Oh. And uh, in what we call Torbados or Torbay. Torbay. So the English Riviera. It is the English Riviera. Have you been on holiday down that way? So of course. You been to? Have you got yourself? I've an been to Brixham. Have you been to Brixham? Yeah, yeah. Did I you went... go on the Golden Hind? The big. Replica mm. boat we've got there. No, but there's the actual Golden Hind in London, isn't there? Is it? Oh, so yeah. we've, I, I didn't. I, I grew up for years thinking. Why that was would the I original. bother when I could go to the real one in London? <laughs> Why would I? Where I grew up. <laughs> lower myself to your replica. <laughs> um, I have been to Brixham. I went there for my uncle's 60th birthday weekend. Oh wow! Did you like it? I had a great. I was. I was. I was high and drunk for most of it. Fantastic. Yeah. That's the best way to enjoy Brixham. <laughs> but I, I remember it being beautiful. Um, I do love Devon. Anyway, that's another 
that's another that's another podcast that's entirely. An, an entirely. <laughs> Not sure many podcast. people would listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds pretty good. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's focus here then. Okay, so you, right, you you put Newcastle in the I'm not, number one. I'm not telling you what I'm doing because okay. you're going to copy me. I've already locked my answers in. Oh God, lock them in. Oh no. Yeah, Bush has okay. gone for Glasgow in first, Liverpool Before. in second, and Bristol in third. Yeah. You, you, can, you can say the same cities if you want. No, if you want to copy. No, uh, I don't want to copy. Okay, hang on. I'm going to go just because I want to be. I'm going to go Belfast. Card. I don't know. Wales is is that. It's not that, it's not, okay, I'm going to go <laughs> Belfast, Newcastle, Ooh. Newcastle, 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 um, and then I'm going to go Liverpool. Oh, some good shouts there from Bryony. Okay, locked Lovely and loaded. Locked um, there's only one more question in this round, and this is it. So one person, just one person on the destination said Gloucester. <laughs> this is a true or false question. <laughs> True or false, did this same person in our first ever quiz on guesstimators back Turkey to win the World Cup of Cooking? Well, Bronnie, I'll give you a bit of background there. The first ever question on <laughs> guesstimators was, who would you back to win the World Cup of Cooking? It's quite a weird quiz. It, this. it is a quite weird quiz. And Italy won, France was second, and, and India was third. So I want you to tell me, did the one person who put Gloucester say Turkey for yes, that? Yes, of course, of course they, they did. did. <laughs> Is Gloucester a difficult city's accent to understand? I think Gloucester's quite similar to Bristol, isn't it? Yeah, it's a similar kind of thing. A friend of mine used to live in Gloucester, and apparently, I don't know if this is true, but they had a nightclub called the Ministry of Stroud. So the Ministry of Stroud. I think that's fantastic. What a great name for a nightclub. I want to go there. Sounds so good, doesn't it? Uh, I'll go yes as well. Of course they did. Okay, great. True, true. Um, well, before I give you the, um, the answers to that, I've actually got a voice note. Um, we might actually hear from that person who said Gloucester. So, uh, uh-oh. Here we go. Hello, I'm Jake, and I'm from Essex. I chose a Gloucester accent for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, they can't pronounce the name of the city when they read it on a piece of paper. And two, there is no better example of an accent which has a dropped consonant or an elongated vowel. All right, me handsome, how are you on this fine morning? Me, 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 missus. We've been spuddling, spuddling all night long about who's got the best cider. So I just think an American would struggle to really hard know. You can hear my accent ain't working so good either. All right. Oh, my words. Jake. That's Jake. Is he okay? Is he all right? <laughs> can you ring him back? He sounded like um, a claymation from a kid's TV show. <laughs> so, you know, Creature Comforts, like a oh, big no. panda or something. Oh, my goodness. That Creature Comforts was... This is this is like a bonus fact. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure Ardman, who created the Creature Comforts, were based in near Gloucester, in Bristol. In like, Bristol. In, in the southwest. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Brian, you get an extra point for that, I think. <laughs> no, 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 just worth a try. Sorry, sorry. Well, the results are in. Um you both did very well in that round. Um Bushy got two and a half, and Brian, you actually got three out of four. Very, very pretty well good. Done. All right, you hustler. What about wow. that? Wow. What, what were the? Oh, I'm so. I feel so. I feel. I. I feel that. I feel like you like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the answers were. So the the city that came was ranked highest was Glasgow. So Bush, you got that nailed yeah. on. So the Glasgow accent was. Um, Thank you very much. Most ranked. In second, it was Newcastle, which Brian, you got bang on, uh, which I find surprising because aren't most call centres based in Newcastle? It's supposed to be a trustworthy accent, though, isn't yeah. it? Is that why? Maybe, yeah, maybe trustworthy, not necessarily easy to understand. But yeah. not American call centres. No, yeah. 
That's a good point. They're not like calling up Newcastle from Texas. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, and, and third was Liverpool, which, uh, Brian, you got bang on. And Jake did indeed also back Turkey to, to win the World Cup of Cooking. So, uh, yeah, impressive uh, impressive results there. I'm still quite um, perturbed by Jake. Germany's a lot going on there, isn't there? What, can I just ask, how did I get three out of four? So you got oh because um, I got the because I got the because I got the question right about Jake. You did, yeah, yeah. You, the, the Belfast in first position was the uh, only one you didn't get right. Well, there you go. Well, listen, uh, doing well so far. Uh, before we get into round two, Bryony, a quick reminder that if you want to play guesstimators, all you need to do is sign up at guesstimators.com. The weekly guesstimators quiz will then land in your email inbox on Monday morning. Uh, by the way, uh, a big up and well done to our top five from last week. If you follow us on Twitter at guesstimators, uh, we did a list of our elite quizzes who all got pretty much nine out of ten, I think, around that kind of uh, score. In first place, Tim Vanderpump. What a fantastic name that is. Uh, second place, George Craven. Joint third place, Mike Bochell and Steve Waterman. Uh, and in joint fifth place, Ben Macon and Polly Nichols. So if you want to be in the charts there, get involved. Register now and see whether you can top the weekly quiz charts. Uh, all our historic quizzes are there too. So if you're listening to the podcast out of sync, you can get involved. Statman Matt, back over to you for round two. Straight back into round two. So round two is all about the best time of your life. So, the destination were asked to say which decade of one's life is the best. So, question yeah. one for that: What decade was the most chosen? What's been your favourite decade of life thus far? Um, Bryony, this one. This is your current, your favourite decade. I'm get you to guess which decade I'm in. <laughs> you mean your thirties? <laughs> um, that's no, uh, my forties. Yeah, I'm in my forties. Um, and I think, I just think each year, I think each, if you're lucky enough to stay alive, yeah. it just, my experience, it just gets better and better. It, I, agree, I totally agree with you. Because you, you mentioned what you were like when you were like a teenager. I was such an idiot when I was, I was a teenager. I was such a dickhead. Yeah, I was a dickhead. No, I wasn't. I, I was more of a dickhead in my 20s. That's a good point, yeah. And, and my early 30s. But I, but I, I, I genuinely feel like it, it does just get better and better. So if you were to, if you were to be teleported, given the option to be teleported back to uh, have two minutes with your twenty-year-old self, what, what would you tell yourself, oh, Brian? Given on your, I would say uh, um, knowledge now. Um, well, I don't know. I I think anything I would say to twenty-year-old me, twenty-year-old me would not listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's she'd be like, Get, "Who are you, Get old woman?" So um, so I wouldn't. I just I'd sort of just give her a hug. Yeah. Say good luck. <laughs> <laughs> How ominous. <laughs> Good luck. Just, just, just me from the future, aka you. Best of luck. Yeah. Back in the time machine. <laughs> It'll be all right. I promise you. <laughs> One day you'll be on the on on guestimators. This is it. You made a, it on a podcast, and she'll be like, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, yeah. Just you wait and see. Yeah. So, in terms of the general public, though, what do you think they would go for as like the best decade? What would they? What would the public think? Which is the whole thing of guestimators. Well, I mean, it, it, so it's a random. It's a random. It's a it's a random. It's broadly demographic of, okay. the, of the UK public. Yeah. Well, they might. Uh, I reckon they're gonna say, well, they might go for like young, sprightly. You know, like your thirties or your twenties. That's a good point. I mean, then again, I I really really agree with you about the forties. I feel like it's the. Uh, well, it's the prime kind of, of your set, life. You, 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 you're kind of earning, you're earning money, mm -hmm. you're settled, you've got, you know, you've, you don't care so much about all that stuff. You're not, 
I don't know. Because you remember how kind of petrified you were of like what people thought of you and all that kind of stuff. And you get to get to your forties, you don't really care anymore. I don't know about that. I still care <laughs> quite a lot. I try not to. But I think maybe, but I, but also people always think, you know, we talk so lovingly, don't we? Of like, you know, when we're, tw- we're in our twenties and our knees didn't creak and things. So I wouldn't put it past like some older members of the demographic to go, oh, your twenties, because they'll get all kind of misty eyed about when they were having lots of sex yeah. and fun, and you know, and they, and they, and they could get up. No. That <laughs> I, I thought that's my, where you might be heading, and then, and then the pe- and then, but then also the people in their twenties who are who are being quizzed will also choose their twenties. So I'm going to go for I'm going to go for twenties. Wow. Okay. That's I I I feel like I'm going to stick with your initial reaction, which was okay. the, the in your forties. I'll go for that one. Okay, twenties and forties, Matt. Great. Um, you've already kind of done the workings for the second question. What what was the second most chosen decade? Forties. I'm going to say. But a lot of people kind of uh, get all misty-eyed about being a kid, though. You know, the, the innocence of being a child and, like, being eight or nine? Mm. What about that? Those early days, Bryony? I wouldn't want to... I, 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 I wouldn't want to go back to being... I think it's really hard being a kid. Did it's you, terrifying, isn't it? Did you not enjoy being a kid? No. I don't have any, like... <laughs> I had a very, like, normal upbringing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about to, like, bring the, bring the tone down. Like, you know start you know um which tells you how long ago i was a child um i i just sent away during the war <laughs> great time standing in cornwall though, tell you what, i i worried i worried so much as a child which perhaps you know explains why i later went on to be an alcoholic but like i was worried about things like nuclear war about acid rain quicksand that was something i worried about a lot terrifying in the, in the 80s yeah. when i grew up um the 80s were quite a quite a, a bad time for like stuff outside waiting to kill you though I think whether it was like throwing a frisbee at an electric pile on a, and a pair oh, yeah. of flares and do you remember those and those like terrifying um, like public safety things yeah. they used to do for kids like, like rabies adverts yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> leave us alone and now everyone's like oh kids have it so hard nowadays I'm like what they don't have it hard they've got like 800 television channels <laughs> they've got like they've got Nintendos I was yeah. going Game Boys Game Boys <laughs> Showing your age there, Bryony. <laughs> I do call my daughter Switch. I'm like, I've got your Game Boy. She's like, like, what the hell is this artifact? Um, they've got, you know, they've got Taylor Swift. I know everything's going to be okay. Uh, they should just stop moaning. Yeah, exactly. That if there if there's one message to come from this week's episode, <laughs> kids, stop moaning. So, it, what what are you going to go for second best? Any uh, second most voted for? Forties. Forties for you. I'm going to I'm going to go that first decade of life, childhood, not to nine. Locked in. Last question on this round. Did anyone on the guestination say after you've turned 61? So Probably the guy that chose Turkey and Gloucester. <laughs> Good old Jake. Jake. Bumbling Jake from yes. earlier on. Yeah, because you sort of you retire, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm, are you looking forward to retiring and, and like. Absolutely. What, can I ask you a question, right? You know, you know um, old people always have a certain kind of look, don't they? Yeah. Uh, what in terms of what people wear? Do you think that you just stay at a particular fashion, and then that's what you wear as an old person, or do you get an outfit in the post? Or how does it work? Do you work? think we're going to be dressing like this? 
I, I think mean, we'd be quite trendy old people. I think also old people look different now. I think old people are changed. Like I, there's this sort of generic old person look that yeah. advertisers and companies have, and I think they're going to have to change it. Yeah. Because I, I meet. I mean, you know, just because I'm getting older myself, but like women as well, especially everyone just they look just really young. Like we've got retinol now that helps. <laughs> I just think. I just. I just think. They're going to have to change that old person look. Well, it's like you remember Terry and June, the TV show from the eighties. You know, I don't remember it because I was. I mean, I was. I was like born in nineteen eighty. Oh, okay. Well, I was born in seventy five. So thanks for making me feel quite old there. <laughs> but um, you know, like, what I guess what I'm saying is, I think old people, people that you saw on the telly when you were a kid, were, who looked old, probably weren't that old. It's just that no. older people, people dressed older back in the day. Whereas now, like you're saying, people kind of look cooler, don't they? The, the days of wearing a full suit to go into to go to Morrison's are gone, aren't they, if you're an older person? Yeah. I think I also think there's, there's that moment, there are those moments in life, aren't they, where you realise the television shows that you're watching. Like, I sometimes have to remind myself that I am not the age of the young people. <laughs> like, like I watch Stranger Things and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like 11 and the, and the people in the in the uh, Hellfire Club and I'm like, no, no, Bryony, you're really not. You're the same age as Vecna. <laughs> well, let's let's lock it in then. What are you saying? Do you think um did anyone say after sixty one you're going Yes. And I agree, I think yes. I think people will say that. Right. Locked in. So results are in. Um Bryony, you narrowly took that round. Two out of three. You're doing very, very well on this guesstimate squiz. <laughs> you are acing this. It's no boggle, but yeah, you're, you're doing <laughs> damn well. But you got one on that, um, I'm afraid. Um so the answer to question one, what decade of life was most chosen? It was actually, it was 20s. So, Brian, you were uh, nailed on with that. All right. Second most chosen was 30s. Oh. And yes, at least one person on the guest nation did say after after the age of 60. Nice. So where, where are we at scores-wise, Statman uh, Matt? I'm winning. I th- overall, Bryony's <laughs> winning. Just that's just to underline that. So Bryony... <laughs> I've um, got... Um, I, can tell, I can tell you. Oh, you've got oh, your notes yeah. now, have you? I've got five. Okay. Bryony does indeed have five bush. How many do you have? You I haven't kept. Uh, I've got three and a half. <laughs> right, got, he has got three and a half. I'm, I'm redundant here. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, Bryony, um, you're one of the early advocates and pioneers of sharing experiences of, of your mental health issues, and, and it has struck a real chord with people. Do you think it's important to, to talk about your mental health, and do you think we're getting better at doing it? Um, we're definitely getting better at talking about mental health, but. Yep. Um, I think it's. I think we've got to that stage. I'm going to get really serious. No, there, no, no. It's an important subject. Where uh, we've definitely got better talking about mental health, but the problem is we it, it, we 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 need to now. It, you know, it's enough talking, more action. Right. I suppose that's more on like government, government. You know, on the behalf of government. Um, so it doesn't matter if you have lots of people talking if there's no person. They're not like official people that they can talk to, so yeah. to speak. So, um, so yeah, that that needs to change. I think. But um, we we are but we're better at talk, we're better at talking about certain types of mental health. Okay. So there's still so sort of depression and anxiety. I think are easier to talk about. Yep. However, it's still really hard. I yep. don't know if any either of you have suffered from depression. But if if you have you, uh, I, I don't know. Which I mean I don't know. Maybe that's part of the problem. I'm not, I'm not sure. Well, identify, yeah, I know what you mean in terms of identifying it as actually a period of depression. Yeah, yeah. So, because for me, I still get this, and even though I'm a you know a mental health campaigner and I've written lots of books about it, and I 
um, I last year had a period which I now see was well over the pandemic. I was I was I realized I was very depressed. I was I had a depressive period, but I just thought I was being a dickhead. Like my head was like, you don't have depression, you're a dickhead. And yep. I realized that's the voice of depression. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like mental illnesses, they're the kind of only illnesses that tell you you don't have them. Like <laughs> you're not. Because because the thing I always say is that all mental health issues, the thing they all have in common from sort of like anxiety and depression through to psychosis and beyond is that they all work by lying to you, by right. telling you you're a freak and that you're alone and that no one's going to understand what you're going through. Now, yeah. we know now that, you know, not only does someone understand what you're going through, but someone's probably going through what you're going through. But um, but so it was, it's, it's, it takes time. Yeah, so I don't, I've forgotten what the question was. Better at talking about it. But the problem is when you're in it, it's, it's very hard to know if if that's what it is because your brain just uses you says no it's just you you're being weak you're being why can't you kind of deal with it yeah um so kind of the pull yourself together thing yeah uh, I, I, say matt and i were just talking about there maybe we've we've, we've had a moment like that but told us to pull ourselves together yeah. and actually i think often and the other thing that i've i've sort of i've realized the more work i've done in this area is that uh, uh, that the, the things like depression and anxiety are actually you know we think of them as illnesses which which they are but they're actually also the kind of the cure in themselves okay so uh, when i look back at the depression i had over the pandemic was absolutely appropriate you know like yeah. often often these things are they they are almost always incredibly sophisticated responses of your brain your brain trying to almost protect you and tell you something is not right here yeah. and so when i felt very low over the pandemic the, the, it was what was so unusual because usually you think i'm the only person feeling this i was like no no everyone is yeah. Every, and that was absolutely appropriate and I, I looked back at the times that i you know i i from childhood had uh, have had cripplingly bad obsessive compulsive disorder um which i now i now see was my brain sort of way of trying to keep me safe you know it was like mm -hmm. a kind of misfiring of the brain um and i see i can see it all as absolutely appropriate rather than a sort of failure of myself yeah. I sp so to speak and i think that that is um yeah so in that uh, in that respect i think we understand a lot more about mental health but i think we've still got a long way to go and there's still a lot of mental health conditions that people don't feel able to talk about the addiction you know the more the more um i suppose you know on the more you know that the, the come over under the sort of the umbrella of schizophrenia so to speak so psychosis that kind of thing yeah um you know people still find quite hard to talk about how was prince harry when you interviewed him he's, he's um had a turbulent year or so, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think he's had a turbulent, like, life, life. hasn't he? Like, I think that's... I, I mean, I, I feel very fondly about him. So I interviewed him for the first time in 2017 mm -hmm. on my podcast, Mad World. He... I I started work it, doing some work with him and um, the Prince and Princess of Wales, who at the time were the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, uh, on their Heads Together campaign, which mm. was their mental health thing and I'd written this book about my own experiences in mental health and um I did a lot of work with them and we got on really well and I but I sort of sensed that Harry really got it and so I asked if he'd be the first guest on this podcast and to my surprise he said yes and so when he first spoke about his mental health issues in regards to his the death of his mum that was on the podcast but then 
and we sort of stayed in touch ever since. So I went out to Montes Montecito in January and oh, we wow. interviewed him for about spare. And um, do you, do you yeah. feel bad because you know sometimes in the press he's get, he gets quite a rough ride, doesn't he? Do you do you have like a yeah, but does I, that hurt you a little bit? Do you think no, it doesn't hurt me because it's not it's not about me. What I think with the Royals is that if I if I lived if I had grown up like that. And if I had gone through what those boys had gone through, uh, I would have ended up in rehab. And then people say to me, but you didn't go through what those boys went through and you still ended up in rehab, right? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, know, I think I know, they've I done a remarkably good job yeah. of, of, of holding it together thus far. Yeah. And frankly, if my family were, you know, um, scrutinised at the level that the royals were, I mean, it would just be fucking chaos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I sort of, I, uh, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I know Harry and Meghan and I spent time with them and they're just really lovely. Yeah. They're really normal. That it like it's not like this because we don't sit around with headphones <laughs> on in a studio, but you know like uh, they're it's you know they're normal they're they're obviously not they're not normal in so much as they have titles and they they have these you know very strange circumstances surrounding them, but they're pretty normal people. Oh well, that's good because you watch the Netflix documentary, you kind of think they seem normal, but you never kind of know. So that's no, that's exactly what they're like. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, listen. Uh, Time for our final round. Matt, what do you have in store for us? Statman Matt. Is it Matt? questions about Prince Harry? <laughs> no. It's, it's a real change of uh, track here, and I'm going to slightly apologise in advance. So round three is about, well, number twos. So, the guests and nation were asked to say the ideal number of minutes to spend doing a poo. Oh my god! Listen, you, oh my. Can I ask you though? Because if, because I know you say you've got a broad spectrum of the demographic, but in your top quiz bit there, most of them were men. Okay, so are there more men playing guesstimators than women? Uh, no, it's, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty even split. I haven't even asked the question yet. Well, let's not let's not fear the question, Bryony. <laughs> Sorry, feel... I thought you were going to ask me what the number of minutes was. Well, so this is so, so there's three questions in this round. So the guestination were asked to say the ideal ideal number of minutes to spend doing a poo. I want you to tell me the most common number of minutes chosen. Okay, that's what. Okay. In terms of, we won't get into it, but in terms of go, going into Lou, it's I'm of, happy to go into it. It's a bit of solace, though. I find going to Lou like the only time I get a bit of peace and quiet, unless the kids are asking me stuff that's under really the door. Sad. I know, but do you get peace and quiet, Brian, in your life? Um, yeah. I, I try and make space for it, not on the loo. <laughs> um, I okay, my I just my husband spends so long on the loo. I'm like, what are you doing in there? <laughs> it is obscene. It is, and it wouldn't like we 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 for a long time we've only had one bathroom, so it's kind of problematic. Yeah, yeah, he's like hogging the hogging the thing. Honestly, like this morning he was in there for a good fifteen minutes, and okay. I, and I and he and. He, I remember when I got together with him 108 years ago. I remember when we moved in together, he had what he called his gentleman's library. <laughs> 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 one of these books that he kept in the loo. Are these adult magazines from the 70s? <laughs> no. They were just like, I don't know, like Terry Pratchett novels and things like that. And... Um, and but now as he's got his phone, and I sometimes I don't think I like you're not. A, I think it's exactly as you say, Andy. He's not actually doing a shit in there. He's just 
like locking himself just in. resting, <laughs> resting for a bit. Yeah. Reading his library. Um, whereas I'm in and out. Okay, right. Like, so you're... like uh, my phrase is like like a cobra out of a wet bush. <laughs> in and out. Don't want to hang around. Not interested. I'm not. I'd rather like spend time. I don't know. Just don't want to spend time in the like. I happily spend time in the bar. Okay, right. But you're in terms of number two. You're very functional. Get in, get out. Yeah, like very functional. Thank well, you very much. Like a cobra. Just say that phrase again because <laughs> like I'm going to use it. Like a cobra out of a wet, slipping out of a wet bush. <laughs> well, I don't think I didn't come up with that. I'm pretty. Can sure. I put that on my LinkedIn profile? <laughs> Yeah, it's totally. Thanks very much. Well, so the most common number, uh, common number of minutes, that, as we as we come to terms with that phrase. Sorry. <laughs> this is not what I thought I'd be talking about this morning when I woke up. But I really appreciate actually being able to get off my chest. Um, the amount of you know my my rage at the amount of time my husband spends in the loop. You seem aggrieved by it. Do you know what I mean? Like you almost want compensation. So annoying. It's like <laughs> we've got things to do. I'm like, why does it have to? I don't understand. But I I know friends like female friends of mine like, oh, it's the same with my husband. Like, well, I, how long do you guys spend in the loop? I mean, I go in there. I do go in there quite a lot just to, for a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. But I'll just I'll just sit on the loo and read my phone. I haven't got a gentleman's uh, uh, magazine rack or whatever, the <laughs> library like your husband does. The phone but... is an issue because you can you can just, on, on TikTok, I'm just whiling away minutes. When back in the day, 20 years ago, there was there was nothing, if, like if you had no magazine, you was basically just reading the back of the shampoo. Yeah. Part of, I remember that. Back of a deodorant <laughs> can or something like that. That's, that's <laughs> no library, is it? It's not a gentleman's library. But I don't understand like, why. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I guess, I think you need to change your diet. <laughs> Well, there's a, there's a there's a little learning for all of us fellas listening to this. Thanks. I just think like get a bit more roughage. Like you just go when you need. Okay. And then, you know, and then I don't hang about. <laughs> so it's almost like um, Blue Planet esque. I'm thinking with your toileting, like like an Attenborough narration over the top of you. <laughs> Going but and like, then shifting I do think off it's real really quick. interesting because I remember when I was a child, I used to be so anxious about going for a number two, like not in the house, you know, oh. like in, you know, like at school. Or now I'm like, I pardon the pun, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm like, I need the loo. Like I have no, I don't know what happened, and I don't know what changed. But I do know, like when we go on holiday, my mum, my mum, like whenever she goes, she's like, ooh. Like we go abroad, oh, you know, I haven't been able to, I haven't been regular for four days now, and I'm like, I don't, why, like, what? what? I, I mean, I don't like going in in the room for like a number two, a proper <laughs> sit down toilet. No, but what I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll I make you a. Meant like I don't like doing a poo in, in the, the middle room. of like a random room <laughs> next to the suitcase. That's, I'm like, that's a good thing. <laughs> what I do is I don't know if anyone else listening does this, but I'll make up an excuse to go and ask them something on reception. And then use the uh, the toilets in the reception area of the of the hotel. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a technical name for the manoeuvre. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to do it in your bed, like the bedroom loo? I don't know. It's just too too personal. I get stage fright. What? You'd rather go and do it in the like. <laughs> yeah, now you see how weird are the, the private lives of us fellas and the way we do things. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm the only one. I have I have done that in a hotel before. Yeah, I was just, just going to a different reception. floor and see if there's a toilet there. But, yeah. what, but who are you like? 
what are you worried about? I don't know, really. Just like hearing doesn't... someone watch telly, like, and the light under the door whilst you're like. But who are performing. you? Like, so you won't. So you're worried about like your other half. Maybe, maybe it's quite. The solitude is quite nice, I think. But just away from not just the other half, but just anyone. Like if yeah. you're like on a hotel, a random floor. <laughs> there's like there's you know there's no no one around. This yeah. is this is me. I can. I was gonna say I can do whatever I want. I can make any noises I want. Let's not go into that, Bryony. Let's not go into that. Let's look in our answers then. What are we saying? Uh, the number, the most average... common, most most common number of minutes most chosen common. by the guestination. <laughs> in defence of my husband, <laughs> took part in this. <laughs> what would Lin Manuel Miranda do? <laughs> He's oh, he might compose like um, musicals on the loop. Okay, so I, I, I mean, like to be honest, I haven't got a fucking. <laughs> I'm, We've I'm broken just... her. We've broken, broken Bryony. Um, I don't know, like five minutes. Five minutes. I'm going to say twenty. I'm going to say twenty minutes. Sorry. You'd be surprised. Because it's a lot. Like it's a lot to have to factor into your morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need to work around the twenty minutes I booked in for this. Okay, let, lock, we've locked those in. Lock those in. Twenty minutes for Bush. Five, five minutes, minutes for, for the paperwork. For, 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 <laughs> Sorry. I can't stop. No. Uh, so, question two in this round. There's another question. There's, 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 there's two more questions after this. Yeah, every, everyone on the destination who said between 20 minutes and 30 minutes what? are in the same decade of their life. Oh, okay. What decade of their life were all the people who said between 20 minutes and 30 minutes? Their 50s. I'm going to say 40s. Just after a bit of solitude. <laughs> And just a rest. Just a bit of a rest. <laughs> right. And question three, I think, Bronnie, I know what you're going to say here. Who said a high number of minutes, men or women? Men. 100% men. 100% men. 100%. I'm going to ask you a tiebreak question in case we need it. I haven't marked, marked it yet. Tell me, what was the highest number of minutes chosen by someone <laughs> on the guestination? So what was the real outlier at the top? Again, if my husband took part, so bad. <laughs> 90 minutes. 90 minutes. An entire football match <laughs> in the toilet. He would watch the game. <laughs> oh, God, my mascara's running. Because <laughs> if you sit down for that long, you run the risk of your legs going numb as well. And you have to also, call I'm for help. Like, don't you want to... I just, I just think there's, like, nicer places to spend your time. <laughs> <laughs> she like, said 90 minutes. No, I'm I think that's ambitious. I'm just saying, I mean, like, when you said the decade that chose between 20 and 30 minutes, I was like, what? What the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> what? Okay, like, 45 minutes. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to reckon 45. 45? 45 minutes. Look, what a round that was. That, that, was, that, that was the. <laughs> so the results are in, and. <laughs> No, that's, that's a, a good very good point. point. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, uh, producer, producer Willis just pointed out uh, that you can't say that. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to say 43. <laughs> what about that? That's just not going to win you anything. <laughs> well, we shall see. <laughs> so on that round, you both didn't do very well on that. You both got a one out of three. So. I don't know if that's like. I think that's a good thing. A good... I think it's a, the, to do badly on this round is a, is just, just like a squarely good thing. <laughs> so the most common number of minutes and. I think, Brian, you might be surprised by this. The most common number of minutes was one. So maybe that oh, was actually the female I'm, contingent of your logic. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, my, my faith in humanity is restored. Which means people like your husband and us guys have got some real problems <laughs> if that's the most common number of minutes. They're saying, wow. 
all the people who said between 20 and 30 minutes were actually in their 30s. That's strange. That's a surprise. Mm. Hungover? Yes. Potentially. Potentially. And yeah, it, wa it was men. In fact, on average, men said nine minutes. And on average, women said four minutes. Less of a split than you would think? Mm. Less difference, difference between the two? I think some people are lying. Could be. Well, we'll, we'll call out the guestination there. If it, were you lying on the guestination? Well, see, be, see be honest, saying. be honest, guys. And then the tiebreaker, I'm intrigued by. The tiebreaker, you both got pretty close. It was actually 35 oh, minutes. That was the eye there at the top. You were Thank closer. You However, we didn't need it because, uh, Bryony, you took this quiz six out of ten you got, and Bush, you got a four and a half out of ten. So, well, Bryony, not only did you win it, that actually means that you're currently topping our celebrity leaderboard. What? Check you out. Really? Yeah. Yes. The previous high we had was five out of ten from Bobby Seagull, University Challenge legend. Stop it. You're top of you're Champions League right now, Bryony. What about that? <laughs> Champions <laughs> League. And it also means you are the proud winner of a guestimator's mug, which I... um, you may have to take abroad with you. <laughs> you have to take with me. To... Uh, Bryony's decided to leave the country immediately after recording this. <laughs> What about that? What about so that mug? Much. I love that. That's going to be pride of place in my. Um, I'm not, sorry, that's not good. Not music. Not good sounds for the uh, podcast. That's it's, nice. It's it's just I'm gonna gonna put it pride of place in my kitchen. When you because you you're having your house done up at the moment, so yeah. maybe new kitchen launch with a guestimator's mug. Definitely, definitely. My coffee in it. Well, listen, it's been brilliant. Well, my husband's sitting on the loo upstairs. I sat in the loo. Oh, on the second loo, we've got another loo now. Oh, That's... yeah, when you get the unveiling of the second toilet, yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. That'll yeah. take him out of... Uh... I'll cheers him with the mug. <laughs> well, we are honoured. Uh, Brian, you've got a book coming out very, very soon. Tell us about the book. Oh, I do. Don't, uh, yeah, it's called Mad Woman, <laughs> which might not surprise you. <laughs> uh, and it's coming out on February the 15th, and it's about... Um, it's about surviving in a world that wants you to think you're the problem. That's actually the tagline. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's basically about, I mean, <laughs> it's about my experiences of um, mental health in the last few years, binge eating, OCD, depression, addiction, sobriety, that kind of thing. Um, but really, it's about realising that actually the most sane people in the world are the so-called mad ones. That's quite reassuring, though, to hear that, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So that's that's. Amazing. I think it's true, though. I think it's true. I think I think like I think often <coughs> people, you know, the, the, the mentally ill are actually the the most sane. They're responding appropriately to what is frankly a fucking <laughs> strange world that we live in. Like we just spent like I don't know how long, fifteen minutes talking about how long. <laughs> the guestination spends on the loo you yeah. know yeah. that's not normal no i but that has cheered me up immensely oh, well that's good that's the whole point of this thing you know yeah. so well listen thank you for listening thank you to our celebrity guest the brilliant Bryony gordon make sure you listen right to the end to hear who topped the leaderboard this week come and say hi on our socials and remember to register to play at guestimators.com and get your voice notes to us like jake from earlier on 07457 404 279 that's 07457 404 279 you've been listening to guestimators we will see you next time Hi Guestimators, that might be the most I've ever laughed during a podcast record, but now it is time to get serious. This week's winner is, drumroll please, Joe Sartorius, who scored 7 out of 10 in what was a much tougher quiz this week. 
And I know it was tougher because no other person scored a seven, so very well done there, Joe. This is partly because only a handful of people got the opening question to round three correct. The most common number of minutes chosen for the ideal time to spend doing a poo was far lower than people thought at one minute. So there you go. The British public clearly have better things to do than sit around going to the toilet. So Joe, check your post box for your limited edition guestimators tote bag, which will be with you very soon. You'll be able to find the top 10 scorers from this week listed on guestimators.com. So check it out if you think you're in the mix this week. That's all for now. See you next time, guestimators. (laughs) 